weeks. It's Friday, October 1st, 2021. Coming up on the program today, when your anus just won't stop fidgeting, plus soaking your penis in that warm, relaxing pussy tub, the Teddy Bear Club does not condone rape, and smoked brisket sweatpants. All this for your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a neighborly dispute between a cat owner and an elderly woman who feeds it. I'm not talking to you. Why did you abandon this tent? And what do you do? You want it to have a home? You want me to find it a home? Because you're not taking care of it. Don't you look at me like okay, that. What, what the fuck? Girl? What the fuck? Do you think I've been trying to take care of that goddamn cat for two weeks because your fucking ass doesn't do it? Because my fucking ass. No, you and... don't. God damn it. I'm sorry. What I is the you... matter with you? What's the matter with you? You're on I'll my property you. bitching I'll at me over what. things that are not of your I'll concern. I'll tell you what. I'll you know tell you what, what is going to be of your control. I told you, should I, I get offense because when she comes by your house, she obviously comes by your house and pisses you off, and I asked if that was the no, issue. No, and it is the no, issue because you say that to me. You're a goddamn cat. It's you. You're the one that said people should be responsible. Yeah, you are for your dogs, but you're not for your cat. And did I ask you to do that? God damn, somebody had to. It's not your fucking place to ask to come into my backyard and see where I feed her back there. She no longer goes there because she f- prefers yours. So should I switch to which brand you do because you oh, fucking impose you on me, show bitch? Me, show me where you feed her. That's what I just said. It's show me where you feed her. Show you get the fuck off my property. Move your car. Let me tell you something. You're telling the goddamn lies what you're doing. I'm uh, telling the goddamn lies. Goddamn lies is what you're doing. You're full of them. You know, I thought you were a nice guy. I, I thought you weren't crazy. Do you have dementia or some shit? No, you're the one. That I, I seriously, no. do I, who, who do I need to call? Don't, Don't play with me. I've tried to be nice to you. I've tried my God. Coming on my property, feeding my animals. You goddamn right, because you're not. Okay. Because you're not. Okay, because I can't afford cat food or dog food. The Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. It's just a fun thing. Also, do a Google search for little Asian girls' feet. I've injected my knee with uh, my feces, 120 cc's under my kneecap. Just liquefy it and puff it in. Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Well, the internet is absolutely abuzz. With a very distorted view-worthy topic, yet it's something I knew nothing about. We've never talked about this on the program, and so help me God, if there are any Mormon listeners out there, y'all are dead to me. How can you call yourselves true and honorable freaks, yet you never thought to email or call into the voicemail line and explain soaking to me? I had to learn about it through TikTok. TikTok! This is so fucking nutty. I actually had to do additional research because I was like, oh, this is fake. Someone's making this shit up as a goof because they want their little video to go viral. No, there are news stories about this. There are posts from 2015, 16, 17. I mean, this has been going on for a long time. Boy, did we drop the ball on this. Here is a Mormon to explain what the hell soaking is. Young Mormons, usually like teenage to college student kind of age, are very sexually repressed. (laughs) 
because obviously they're not allowed to touch themselves. They're not allowed to look at anything sexual. They're not allowed to even like hug or kiss anybody for an extended period of time. But sometimes it gets to a point where they just can't help themselves. So soaking is a thing that happens. And that is basically where the boy puts his penis inside the girl and then they just hold still. No thrusting because that would be sex. But if you put it in and you just sit there and don't move, it doesn't count. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what soaking is. All right, before Christians get all high and mighty, talking about how stupid this is, and it is stupid, don't get me wrong, but all religions have their own dumb sexual loopholes. For instance, if you're a devout Christian and you have a daughter, I got news for you. Your little girl's taking it up the shitter. Probably. Biblically speaking, it's not sex. If he sticks it where you go poop down there. Nah, 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 you know. <laughs> All right. So that's what Christians are doing. But we're not here to talk about Christians. We're going to take it easy on them today. Let's really focus on Mormons and their sexual insanity. At the beginning of the clip. This woman is explaining these Mormons can't even touch themselves. They can't masturbate. They can't even hug one another for too long. How is soaking a valid loophole? It's way worse than hugging. You're taking your dick out and shoving it in a woman's cunt. Even if you just leave it there. No thrusting, no wiggling. It's still dick in cunt. That's way friendlier than a hug. Just the term soak, soaking, because you're soaking your penis in pussy. You're not moving around. You're not swimming in snatch. You're just, you're taking a dip, a soak. I love it. It gets more bizarre though, freaks. The, the idea of soaking doesn't really seem satisfying, does it? I mean, yeah, you got the penis in the pussy, but you're not allowed to move around in there. So ultimately you're gonna, you're gonna leave more frustrated. You were so close to nutting in there. If only you could move about. Mormons have thought of a loophole on top of the loophole. It's called jump humping. So again, let's paint the picture here. You got uh, two people in bed. They're not having sex. The guy is just soaking his penis in the woman's pussy. So they're on the bed, lying down, not moving, being good Mormons, devout. They then call over another friend, someone who's willing to help out. That person jumps up and down on the bed, causing the, the two who are soaking to bounce about, creating an artificial thrust, a third party thrust. Let me read right from a Yahoo News article about this. Jump humping is another tactic some young Mormons use to evade the chastity code. Jump humping is when a third person jumps on the bed while two other people soak to create motion without the two having intercourse that involves thrusting. Now you're basically participating in a threesome. How is this shit condoned by the Mormon religion? Let's get some more information from an ex-Mormon. Well, a lot of you have had questions about soaking, so I'm going to try to answer a bunch of them all in one place. First and foremost, am I joking? No, I'm not joking. Soaking is 100% real. Take it from somebody who lived in Utah County for 20 years. Soaking sounds so gross as a sex term, doesn't it? Was born and raised a Mormon, is a seventh generation Mormon, and was in the church for 25 years. Soaking is real. I get that because, you know, again, 
again, loopholes. You know, kids are always trying to find a way. The jump humping, though. I can't believe they bring in another person. That, to me, is the, the unbelievable one. Are there other names for soaking? Yes, I've heard it called soaking, floating, marinating. Some people refer to <laughs> Marinating, I love it. To it as docking, but I don't think that's what that really means. That is not docking. <laughs> do all Mormons do it? No. Do many repressed Mormon teenagers and college students do it? Yes. Did Mormons invent it? No. And did I ever do it when I was Mormon? She's putting her finger up to her mouth like, I'll never tell. It's a secret. I think that tells us all we need to know. So there you go. That's the lowdown on soaking. Or as some kids call it, marinating. Let's just move on. Uh, I've got a great clip here from uh, public access television. This has got to be from the 80s, maybe early 90s. Looks like it took place uh, in Seattle. Public access, of course, uh, was this concept where uh, anyone could sign up for their own television show. Nowadays, you would just start a YouTube channel, but if you wanted to host your own talk show, arts and crafts show, whatever, you could go down to uh, you know the television studio. There'd be a staff there that runs the, the cameras and everything, and you just get on in five to 10 people in the greater Seattle area probably watched you it was exhilarating i've seen public access shows all about star trek sexual advice collins i've never seen one all about teddy bears a teddy bear themed television show hosted by a middle-aged balding man i think maybe he was autistic i see well we want nice teddy bears not no bad teddy bears no okay so this is a nice teddy bear club then this is a nice teddy bear club then. I can already identify what the problem is going to be with this TV show. The host is taking callers. It's always a bad idea on public access. Yeah. All right, well, I'll have, to, I'll have to call the bad teddy bear club. Thanks for your help. This guy is looking for X-rated teddy bear content. See, that's the first caller. It's a problem. You're going to, you, you want teddy bear club after hours. Well, I don't want cute teddy bears, not... Right. You know, some of that. Cute teddy bears. Well, I have, I have one t- teddy bear that's like a, a ballerina type teddy bear and it has a pink tutu and whatnot. Uh-huh. Now, is that, that, that going to be welcome in the club? Yeah, that's welcome in the club. Okay, that sounds good. Now, uh, do, you, do you accept gay teddy bears? Mm, gay teddy bears? Yeah. Mm, no, I don't think so. Wow. Wow. What a homophobe. I don't want to be a part of your... Teddy bear hate club. Uh, how about teddy bears with nose rings? A what? A teddy bear with a nose ring. A nose no, nose ring? Yeah. A, what was what that? One of those rings that you put in your nose. He doesn't know what it is. Hang up on him. Next caller. Hello? Hello? Hi. Are you going to show any naked chicks? No. What about naked teddy bears? No naked chicks here. Sorry. Just lift the shirt off that teddy bear you're holding. He is holding a teddy bear, by the way. Wong, Wong. That's Wong. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, um. Uh-oh. Do you accept, uh, like, uh, teddy bears that rape other teddy bears? No. Oh, really? No. Um, I, wait, does it cost money to join your club? Well, I see. Well, I think I'm going to do. This guy is obviously not serious. He's talking about bears raping other bears. Hang on I think you pay. I think you pay like it's pay like. Um, I think you pay like two bucks for the issue. Two bucks for the issue. Yeah, there's a. 
a teddy bear newsletter he's trying to start. Uh, he talks with a little girl about teddy bears for a long ass time. Uh, and then this call. I have a question. Uh, are you from like an asylum or something? What? Are you from like an asylum or something? What do you mean? Like a mental house? No. <laughs> you look like it. Don't ask motherfucker. I'm gonna kick your ass, you bitch. Um, let's be nice here. Let's be nice. Don't say, say something nice and don't say nothing at all, okay? Hello? <laughs> what do you think the next call's gonna be, freaks? Hello? Hi. Fuck you. <laughs> hmm? Fuck you. Short and to the point. Be nice. Be nice. Let's, let's, be, let's nice be nice here. now. Let's be, let's be nice. Come Hello? On. Be civil and let's, let's keep things on the topic of teddy bears, please. That's why we're all here. That's why I'm here. That's why you're here. We're all here for teddy bears. I wonder if this was a one-off show or if this was like a weekly thing. It wasn't just uh, taking calls, though. Uh, he performed with the bear. So what's Teddy Walker's... Teddy... Fred's gonna do a dance. Teddy dances. Moves the little teddy bear around. And then, um... Teddy walks spin. It's his Right back to the calls. Hello? Hello? Hi. Yeah, man. I was wondering, you know, if we can get together and maybe buttfuck or something. No. Yeah, man. No, no. Just try. No. Just try it. I don't like how anti-gay this retarded teddy bear enthusiast is. It was the 90s. Hello? Does that explains Hello. it. Hi. Um, would it be possible if I uh, gave you a uh, picture of my uh, teddy bear? Uh, but uh, uh, I've got stains all over my teddy bear uh-huh. uh, for my cum. Uh-huh. Uh, I like to fuck my teddy bear. And... Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I love my teddy bear. <laughs> and that's pretty much what public access television was like in the 1990s. See, I told you, greatest decade ever. It's indisputable. Moving on, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about TikTok, featuring videos from TikTok, and it, it reminds me what it felt like back in 2000, I don't know, 2007, 2008, when YouTube was really taking off. And I I started to find a lot of content for the show through YouTube. I'm like, this is the greatest thing to happen to DV ever. It's making my job so easy. Well, it's happening again. There are so many fuckwits on TikTok. My cup runneth over. Got uh, two new TikTards for you today. The first one is courtesy of, uh, I think this is Vlad. I don't know. He's changing his username on Discord. Regardless, we've got a very concerned mom on TikTok. She's concerned because she's got a suicidal daughter. The daughter is missing. We are in a real crisis situation. As a parent, the best course of action, of course, is to start live streaming. Not go looking for your daughter. Let's see what Mama has to say here. There's no such thing as therapist. My type of parenting. Well, what kind of parenting would you like me to do? How many of you have kids on social media that are teenagers? Do they talk to you? So she's replying to a lot of comments in the chat. The very first thing she said was, there's no such thing as therapy, which is... A dangerous belief when you've got a teenager who's suicidal. Therapy might help them, actually. Therapy is a real thing. Most of the comments are like, why are you being like this? Stop tripping, woman. This is not the place for this. My type of parenting. Well, what kind of parenting would you like me to do? How many of you... Go look for your daughter. (laughs) 
who's missing and suicidal. There's kids on social media that are just probably in the house. I mean, this mom has done absolutely zero looking, right? Daughter's probably in the bathtub slitting her wrist. Teenagers, do they talk to you? Will somebody please block COVID-22? Boy, <laughs> if I could get a hold of you, I'd smack the fucking stupid out of you. Starting to see why her kid is so fucked up. Hey, you heard me. I was tripping over what's going on over here, but now I just feel like smacking the crap out of some stupid kids. Yeah, I'm a parent of five. Most of them are grown. And well, let me tell you, by the way some of you are talking, I drag you out back to smack the stupid out of most of you. Hey, you already said that. You're reusing material, bitch. not seem like a woman who's too concerned about her suicidal kid. She's slurping on a, a, a tumbler straw. Look at that. Glove, glove, glove. I'm not threatening. I'm telling you, this is how country parents are. If you were ever talking to your elders like this, ever talking to an elder like this, ever, we'd take you up back and smack the stupid out of you. We'd let you go pick your own switch and everything. <laughs> And that's why my kids have respect for elders. Which kid? The one who's hiding from you? Desperate to end her life so she doesn't have to spend another minute in your presence? Yeah, you're doing a bang-up job. Shit, I, I have more respect for my farm animals than I do for the, this next generation that's growing up. Good luck finding your kid. Try a dumpster. I don't know. Either that or she threw herself off of a cliff. The other TikTok video I wanted to share with you, and, uh, you know, if you're Sideshow members, you might know what this is, because we were talking about it yesterday. It, I, I, I get so worked up over this shit. All right, uh, all these young kids on TikTok are self-diagnosing themselves with DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, multiple personalities, basically. This affliction affects about 0.01% of the population, Somehow, though, every single one of them are on TikTok. They all happen to be between the ages of 15 and 19, and they make up about uh, 40% of the people on TikTok, I think. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Got an example here. This person has multiple personalities, and all of the personalities are going to come out and introduce themselves, because that's how this works. I guess I'll be the first one out. Hi, my name is Johnny. Johnny has a lisp. That's how you know when Johnny comes out to play. Um, I'm 27, and I'm from Chicago. How unfortunate someone with a lisp that bad is from Chicago. My distinctive feature when I'm fronting is I have a lisp, and Eric obviously does not have a lisp. Also, this character, I noticed, uh, does not wear glasses. The next character, and that's what they are. They're characters, not personalities. This is all bullshit, right? Uh, the next character wears glasses. Um, <clears throat> my name is Mark. Um, I'm Canadian. Oh, okay. That's your distinctive personality trait. Last guy had a lisp. You like ketchup potato chips. Um, Johnny and I uh, were married Sorry, I'm like really awkward. I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's the other thing about this guy. He's very awkward. Let's just move on to another altar. Hey, yo, I'm Dragon. Oh, Dragon the badass. I'm like everybody's dad up in here. They had a line smack snack. You know what I mean? Yeah. I black. I come from the ghetto. <laughs> it's like you're a very problematic personality or alter you gonna get canceled as a matter of fact if you're not yet sideshow members go you know sign up and then listen to yesterday's 
exclusive program. I, I play another one of these idiots, multiple personality people. They had to issue an apology because one of their uh, alts or alters was a Mexican boy, and he spoke very offensively, like a, like a stereotypical Mexican, and people jumped on that shit. The apology is recalculous. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just, I'm just the dad. Dragon's the dad of the clan. I've been told I'm the funniest. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But whatever. Oh, there's a Japanese altar. Yeah, his name is Utah. He loves cooking. And the next one does not want to be on screen at all. It's, it's completely in the dark here. I'm August. I'm the protector. Um, my English is not uh, great, but uh, yeah, I have a, I have a scar over my eye. There's no way that the parents of these little turds know what they're up to, right? I have to believe they're completely in the dark. Child abuse is wrong. We all know that, but can we just make one exception, an exemption, if you will? A get-out-of-jail-free card for parents who find out their kids are pretending they have multiple personalities. We just give them the all-clear, the green light to beat the ever-living fuck out of these retards. Please and thank you. I'm Freckles and I'm Australian and that's all I've got to say about that. Oh, that's a horrible Australian accent. Freckles. That's what you name a clown. Oh, douche chills. Finally, before we get into the news today, another piece of audio and video that's going to give me douche chills. Samsung has a new refrigerator initiative. It's just a weird thing to say. Samsung apparently found out that if we all turned up our freezers by just one degree, we could save over a million tons of CO2 emissions. That's the equivalent of 217,000 cars driving for an entire year or the energy used by 120,000 homes in a year. What's the best way to get this important message across? Enlist the help of a superstar. Hey, yo, this is a joint with a sustainable edge. That's Vanilla Ice. Where the hell did Samsung dig him up? Vanilla Ice is from the 90s, right? And I was just going on and on about how great that decade was. I like to think that maybe Vanilla Ice got his start in the 80s. He's a holdover, you know, from the previous decade or whatever. So, yeah, it says uh, Vanilla Ice is going to sing Reduce Your Ice Ice, baby. All right, stop. Long-term solution. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Energy efficiency daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I now know. Turn down the freeze and I'll glow. Just one degree, I raise a temp like a vandal. Climate friendly, wax a chump like a candle. Oh, can we please go back to the multiple personality children, please? Dance. A rated it booms. I'm warming your brain like an organic mushroom. Chili. Impact positively. Anything less than the best is eco felony. Love it or leave it. You better sustain. Turn up the temp, the kid don't play. You know, conserving energy and being eco-aware is important. It's not cool, though. It's the right thing to do, but you don't look like a badass. Putting your groceries in those fruity little feminine canvas tote bags, driving around in your Prius. Again, we know it's the right thing to do, but don't try to make it seem cool. And if you do, 
You're gonna have to do better than fucking vanilla ice. I get it's supposed to be tongue in cheek or whatever. It's a little, you know, a little parody song of his big hit, but it's not good. It's a lot of, a lot of white people dancing in this video. Just bad all around. Thank you, Vanilla Ice. The campaign is one degree for sustainability. I raise the temperature in my freezer. Will you promise me no more vanilla ice? Put him on ice. Thank you. We just cannot get rid of that guy. He had one hit. He's still popping up every decade or so with that same fucking song. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Let's start October off right by signing up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. When you become a Sideshow member, you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Over 4,000 shows in there. More importantly, Every week, I record new shows just for paying members. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and then earlier in the week on Tuesday, we did one as well. Sign up for the Sideshow right now, and you can grab all of those programs. Best of all, it helps ensure Distorted View Daily continues on for a long, long time. Go to SuperFreakSideshow.com right now. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. You know, there's different tiers. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up. I've probably made this observation before, but I am constantly surprised that we ha- we have yet to reach the end of new news. You know, I mean, yes, occasionally there will be very similar news stories like, oh, a guy got a, you know, a iPhone cable shoved in his dick hole. Or, you know, th- th- another story is like a power cord up up his urethra. You know, there there are variations to the stories that we read. Not every news story is completely new, what I call new news, but it's it still happens. Like today, the, the story I have for you right now. I've got a new medical term. I've never heard of this before. It's called... <laughs> Sorry. It's so stupid sounding. Uh, it's called... Restless anal syndrome. This is most definitely a new news story. A 77-year-old man with a mild case of COVID-19. Is this another thing COVID-19 is going to leave us with? Some people uh, lose their sense of taste. Some people lose sexual function. And now we got people with restless anuses walking around. What is this? Just like an overactive asshole? Is he just farting a lot? What does this mean? I have to read on. All right. A 77-year-old man with a mild case of COVID-19 has been diagnosed with a horrific condition. I'm interested in what is believed to be a world first. See, this is a new news story. A COVID patient who was hospitalized with a relatively mild form of the illness went on to develop a horrifying condition in what could be the world's first. Okay, I feel like that second paragraph was a lot like the first paragraph. Stop teasing us. Tell me what's going on with this dude's butt. The case, which was detailed by Dr. Aturu Nakamura 
in BMC Infectious Diseases, a real page-turner of a journal, involved a 77-year-old man from Japan who was admitted to Tokyo Medical University Hospital after testing positive for the virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah! (laughs) I want to hear about this guy's asshole! I'm dying here, man. He was um, responding well to treatment, and he was discharged after several weeks, but soon developed alarming symptoms. He began to experience deep anal discomfort. Been there. Around 10 centimeters above his perineum, which gave him an essential urge to move. I think that just means like he had a constant feeling that he had to go to the bathroom. His discomfort was eased by exercising, such as walking, running, or playing video games that required motion, while sitting still aggravated his symptoms, which also worsened in the evenings. The unidentified man underwent a colonoscopy, which revealed internal hemorrhoids, internal, deep up his poop chute without other rectal lesions. All other tests revealed no abnormalities, and the man had no family history of restless leg syndrome. The two related? He was treated with clonopin at 1.5 milligrams per day. Maybe that's how I can get on this stuff. Been looking for a way to get my doctor to prescribe me clonopin. My butthole is restless! And over those sweet, sweet pills, duck. All right, according to the report in BMC Infectious Diseases, there is emerging evidence that COVID-19 can have neural spread, which can result in restless leg syndrome. While medics who treated the man believe restless anal syndrome is a variant of restless leg syndrome, it's not previously been published as being linked to COVID-19, making this case a potential world first. Insomnia, depressed mood, post-traumatic stress disorder, and cognitive impairment have been reported in patients after discharge from the hospital with COVID-19. Previous reports have suggested that depressive symptoms are associated with systemic immune suppression based on increased white blood cells and inflammatory factors. In addition to, uh, you know, having an asshole that just won't quit. Other strange but serious COVID-19 symptoms include delirium, confessional states could you imagine getting COVID-19 and then telling your wife I slept with your sister oh why did I say that that's the COVID-19 talking dysfunctional olfaction you know uh, smell and taste sensations acute psychosis COVID-19 and it's making people go cuckoo crazy bananas out of all those things if I had to pick one I guess it would be restless anal syndrome Like, that's the easiest to manage when it's uh, between that and delirium. Give me a twitchy butthole, thank you. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. A Turkish man who was reported missing after he wandered off from his friends while drunk unwittingly joined his own search party. That's how drunk he was. I don't know what the excuse is for the other people. They were looking for a guy who was standing right next to him. According to Turkish media reports, relatives of the man, Behan Mutlu, raised the alarm about him going missing on Tuesday. For several hours, Mr. Mutlu's friends and family had been unable to find him, prompting them to set up a search party in the forest where he disappeared. But Mr. Mutlu, 50, eventually stumbled across one of the groups in the woods and joined their search. Like, hey, this looks fun. Where are we going, guys? We going to a bar? Oh, you going back in the woods? Okay, were you like camping or something? You got some beers in your tent? Uh, I'm there. 
uh, you know, he just started, he started to tag along, I guess. Mr. Mootloo 50 eventually stumbled across one of the groups in the woods and joined their search. He was only discovered when someone called out his name and he replied, yeah, <laughs> what? What do you want? Authorities took the man's statement before driving him home. The unusual case is similar to that of a tourist in Iceland who went missing back in 2012 after straying from the tour bus. In that case, the bus had stopped off outside Iceland's stunning Elja Canyon when the unnamed woman wandered off to change her clothing and, you know, freshen up. She's on the rag, you know, switch out the pawns. All right, so she was going to freshen up. Uh, when she returned to the bus, the other passengers didn't recognize her as she was wearing different clothing. Unaware that she was the missing woman, the tourist then joined her own search party. The search was called off hours later at three in the morning when the mix-up was finally discovered. That's why I think it's important to constantly be screaming the person's name that you're looking for. You never know when they might show up quietly joining the party, even though they don't know what the fuck is going on. Iceland uh, police say the missing woman had not recognized the search party's description of herself as a fluent English speaker in dark clothing. There was a language barrier issue there. Final story we have for you today. Another publicity stunt, this time by Arby's. Usually it's KFC that does shit like this. Like during Christmas time, KFC will issue uh, KFC ch chicken-scented fire logs. You burn in your fireplace and stuff. Uh, this is clothing-related. If you can't get enough of tasting the food from national food chain Arby's, you're speaking to a very narrow audience when you say something like that. I mean, okay, Arby's is good, I guess. Do you guys ever crave Arby's, though? Like, I, I have to have one of those roast beef sandwiches. I don't think so. All right, if you can't get enough of tasting the food from national fast food chain Arby's, you'll soon be able to smell the aroma of hickory smoke on your clothing. Arby's is set to launch a line of sweatshirts and sweatpants next week that have literally been smoked to smell like a smokehouse. Quote, when you're sitting in a smokehouse smoking the meat for Arby's real country-style rib sandwich for hours and hours, there's the advertisement right there. See, the newspaper is reporting on these uh, smokehouse sweatshirts, and Arby's gets to talk about their fucking rib sandwiches. Uh, yes, uh, they cook the rib sandwich over hours and hours of real hickory wood. And your brain starts to wander, reads a statement. You begin to wonder what a pair of premium sweats might smell like if they too were smoked over hickory wood for hours. Well, my friends, Arby's has found out. The chain partnered with an actual Texas smokehouse to create the line of premium sweats that will smell as if you've been sitting next to the pit for hours. While a f like once you wash the clothes, the stink goes away, right? Uh, while a full line of options are expected to be released, the website only shows off a burgundy sweatshirt and sweatpants adorned with a small A. Oh, how tasteful. On the cuff and thigh, respectively. Pricing for the options is not yet available on the website. Arby says the product is legit, and a countdown clock to the release date indicates the item will go on sale on Monday. Arby's smoke sweats are smoked in small batches in a Texas smokehouse. And they're available in limited quantities. So if you want them, you better act quick. 
Mark your calendars for Monday. Arby's has given away meat sweats before ugh, as a promotional item in 2017, but they weren't for purchase. They're back, and now they're smoked. You get the sweats and you get the smells. How very nice. Oh, real quick, I, I do have a bonus story I wanted to share with you. Check out the chapter artwork right now. This story comes from Wisconsin. Police in Wisconsin are attempting to locate a missing piece of art. This may be one of the greatest art thefts in modern history. Yes, it's a $1,400 bronze sculpture of Humpty Dumpty sitting on a toilet. I believe that is the second ta-da sound effect of the day. Go ahead and mark that on your DV bingo calendar if you had that. All right. Uh, the Madison Police Department said the sculpture named Humpty Dumpty, I'm sorry, Dumpty Humpty, <laughs> was stolen from an art fair on the Square Vendor's booth. So this $1,400, this is just a, a, a number the artist came up with. He or she thinks... This sculpture is worth $1,400. Okay. The vendor said she had seen two men lingering around her booth, you know, admiring Humpty Dumpty on a toilet while she was setting up Saturday. And the sculpture vanished along with the men when she left the stand for a short time. Why would you leave your stand unattended? Come on. Screw your head on straight, bitch. Police said they found security camera footage of the two men described by the vendor leaving the area with the sculpture. So... The police are looking for you. You've got nowhere to hide. Turn yourselves in and bring the Humpty Dumpty with you. It's a national treasure. All right. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you guys. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. Check out the little link on distortedview.com that says Discord on the main navigation bar. Click on that. Use that as your invite in. All right. Let's check in with some freaks here. Some of you may be pleased to know we've got no Patreon calls today. That's rare. So we're going to play all uh, older voicemails. <laughs> I think we got some from June still. Hey, Tim. This is uh, uncle, uh, Rape Van Winkle. Hey, Rape. <laughs> uh, actually, these are these are from July. Uh, first off, Unicorn with Hamster, fuck you. Uh, secondly, I was listening to your 2020 one of your Christmas episodes, I guess it was prior to Christmas, but not you're singing like the 12 days of distorted view. Yeah. And on that, <clears throat> you say talking about a crack whore dying of HIV and it's, you play the audio of that chick that's saying like, I went and got a damn AIDS test and found out I'm HIV. That's how it goes. Whatever the hell she says. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm way behind on episodes, like almost half a year or over half a year. Um, but I'm kind of curious if you could do some research to see if that chick is still alive. Like, what's the status with her? Well, I'm sad to report she passed away. Yvonne, the AIDS-ridden crack whore, dead at 23. <laughs> Back to Tim Henson in Studio TV. Uh, no, she was not 27. She's probably in her 50s. I mean, she looked like she was in her 80s. She had a hard life. But you got to give her credit. She got off the drugs. Uh, she stopped prostituting. She got her life together, I think. Like, the most recent video I saw of her was from 2014. She died in 2014. 
and she was uh, like doing a sermon at a church. And to me, she was a little twitchy. I don't know if she got back on the stuff or uh, what claimed her life. There is a news report I have on her. Yvonne Adcock died Friday, taking her own life after a hard life, but oh, one that's no. helped so many others. Really? I was hoping it would be like cancer. I know that's horrible to say, but like, you know, I, I like the idea of her like getting her life back together beating her addiction and all that stuff but uh, she, you know, she apparently still had some demons she was dealing with. Fox 25's Jordan Lucero has her story and impact on our community. No, I don't want to hear this. Why don't you just- no! That is inappropriate. Not funny at all. Poor woman. I do feel bad for her. Alright, uh, let's just, let's, thanks for bringing the whole show down, caller. Hope this next one's a little less depressing. Go right ahead, I caller. It's Natalie, um, I was zoning out listening to this show. It's the latest one after you visited your mother, and nothing oh. changed, uh, which is a good thing. Yes, visited but, my mom back in July. But I was really zoning out and driving in traffic, and then I hear this fucking sunny ninety nine point one, and I was like, "What the fuck? I did it again! I forgot what I did, and that's like dangerous because I've actually." driven and then I was home somehow you blacked out driving but thankfully it hadn't happened also um, (laughs) I'm a patron but I didn't feel like looking up the number to call in on that one well as your punishment you get to hear your voicemail seven months late sorry about that Hey, Tim, I'm going to be bulimic right now and puke on the phone for you. So right. you're welcome. Good. You got to you got to get that phone right up to the bowl. Oh, it's getting better. Look, I am going to give that a 4 out of 10, and I am being generous. Again, you need to get that mic closer to you, and uh, as for the puke, I really like a more guttural sound. Like that, followed by the liquid being expelled and splashing onto the toilet. I mean, it's just a personal preference, but that's the kind of puke I like. Second try, don't play the first one. Timmy Bush, y'all, y'all, so, estoy llamando... Father, the seed, the You'll have to ask your douche what that means. Hey, it's long, long time slideshow member Tricky from Western Australia here. Hey, um, Tricky. I'm a bit croaky at the moment, and when I get a bit sick, uh, my voice tends to get a little bit low and deep. So I want to try a little experiment, and uh, I'd love for you to join in with me. Okay, okay. you ready? We're going to yeah. drop our voices really low for this. Here we go. This. Is a very new fragrance for men. <laughs> hey, not bad. It helps if you do if when you're saying turbo to suck it in. That's what I do when I when I talk. Turbo really gets I that. This is a new fragrance. Turbo. 
All right. Uh, that is, thank you very much. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Do you accept, uh, like, uh, teddy bears that rape other teddy bears? Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah, Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.